Warning, what follows is a story of monsters, madness, and mayhem. I am Nick. And I'm Zach. Welcome to Weird and Feared, a barely educational podcast about global folklore that aims to enlighten, entertain, and expand your world. June 27th, 1947. Harold Dahl was on a conservation mission out in the Puget Sound on the eastern shore of Washington's Maury Island. Okay. Harold was out gathering logs while two crewmen, his son, 15-year-old son, and his dogs were out patrolling on the ship. All right. So, Harold's out picking up logs. Mm-hmm. Log picking. He glances up to see his ship. Mm-hmm. Patrolling or seeing, maybe waiting for him. Cool. When he sees six donut-shaped obstacles hovering about a half mile above his boat. Hovering? Mm-hmm. All right. All right, I'm in. So, there's six of them. Yeah. And then one of them drops. Pretty rapidly. Okay. Uh, about 1,500 feet. Okay. It seems to be malfunctioning. Strange. Because it starts, sp- it seems like it's spinning, but shooting uh, metallic debris out of it. Okay. It, okay, looks so like, it, it looks like some sort of paper or something. Like, okay. Or newspapers, I think is how he described it. Um, like ticker tape parade stuff? Like No, like... like a, my understanding was like a newspaper, like when a newspaper boy chucks it. Okay, all right. Like a rolled up paper. Got it, okay. Uh, so it looks heavy, but not like super heavy, I okay. guess. That's how I interpreted sure. it. Sure, okay. But some of it, like they were right above the ship, so some of it came raining down on the ship. Some of it hit the 15-year-old uh, Charles, his son, and the family dog. Charles was injured... Uh, by the debris, the family dog did not survive the ordeal. Oh, no. Well, that sucks. Uh, Harold Dahl was managed to get off some pictures okay. of the ordeal, I guess. Um, and it was just kind of crazy. They, I think he also managed to get a piece of the light thin metal that had he described it as a white type of very lightweight metal and it fluttered to earth so i guess you're more right oh like it did kind like of come confetti ish okay yeah but it killed his dog well that's fucking tragic yeah we're already in a dead dog territory already there great cool so Dahl managed to get a couple of pictures, and he reported to his supervisor. Okay. The supervisor then kind of went back to check out the scene for himself, because he was like, what? That seems odd. Yeah, seems right? seems crazy. Mm-hmm. A little abnormal, maybe, worth a second glance. Some investigating. So, I guess... Word was maybe starting to spread a little bit here. It's 1947. We don't got social media or anything. Takes a second. But talk's getting out. I'm guessing this area is pretty small. Sure. Uh, The following morning, Dahl was at a diner for breakfast. Okay. When he was approached by a man dressed in a dark black suit. No, no. Not these guys. And the man recounted in extraordinary detail what the previous day's events had uh, been. 
he detailed it to Harold Dahl, and he was somewhat surprised. And what the man in black said was, what I have said is proof to you that I know a great deal more about this experience of yours than you will want to believe. And it's like, okay. Then he told Dahl to forget what he had seen. Did he whip out a neuralizer and brain wipe him? Like Will Smith was my question. Essentially, yeah. Oof. Well, no, he did not. <laughs> uh, Put on his cool ray bands and call it a day. I guess if that was the case, we wouldn't be talking about this. No, so they told him to to stop talking about it, basically. Fair. Uh, the FBI then got involved and uh, re- concluded that it was a hoax. Who did it? Harold? Who caused the hoax? They said Harold and uh, Chrisman, the supervisor perpetuated this hoax. I don't know how they said it. he perpetuated it. Just telling people about it and the FBI couldn't find evidence? Yeah. Because then would that mean that they made up the Man in Black Part 2, obviously? Mm-hmm. This man, guy, man in black, this man in black came and told me all about this. And I saw it. He knew about these discs. Killed my dog. How do you explain the dead dog? Yeah, and your injured son. All right, son. You and, you and Fido have to take one for the team. Beats his son, kills his dog. It was an alien. Yeah, so this this incident is now... The incident that I'm talking about with the UFO here is called the Maury Island incident. Okay. that's where they were at. Got it. Um, So you can look into that a little bit if you want. Sure. That sounds good. So that's just a taste? Well, yeah. That's just a taste. Oh, God. Because what we're going to talk about tonight is... The good guys dressed in black. Remember that. Just in case we ever face-to-face make contact. The title hell by me, M-I-B, means what you think you saw you did not see. You want me to keep going? I mean, you're more than welcome to. I listened to the song like on blast <laughs> during that era for like a good six, seven months, I'm sure. All right. I mean. So we're going to talk about the men in black. Big Willie style. Yeah. Great. Mm-hmm. Uh. Galaxy Defenders. They won't let you remember. <laughs> <laughs> so, we've mentioned them in previous episodes. Yes. We've never really gotten into them a whole lot. No, they've been just kind of... I actually had to double check because I was like, Did I we? feel like we've talked about this, but I'm not sure. We have, but it hasn't been strictly them. Right. They're just like they do. They, they, they pop have, in they and appear. out. And yeah. They disappear. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes we forget that they were there. Mm-hmm. But then, boom, black suits fill the room up. Oh, my God. I just have the lyrics pulled up in front I know, of me. I know, I know you do. No, 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 I knew, but that was good. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. So that is the first real, the first modern. Uh, really? Yeah. That's like the, this is the original Men in Black story, basically. So they really don't start fucking around until after the Second World War. Yeah. Interesting. Well. Supposedly, we're gonna stick with the modern stuff, but there's like a bunch of weird, weird. Everything we talk about is weird or feared. Yeah, but there's a bunch of other ideas that they go back centuries. Maybe I didn't get into that. Oh, at all. the cool stuff. Yeah, it's just a long line of yeah guys or things. Yeah, so I haven't. I didn't get into any of that. We're gonna stick with kind of the modern. Okay. New stuff. Sure. Maybe we'll look into that because sure, I'm intrigued. It's always intriguing. But I have no idea what that's about. <clears throat> so yeah, the men in black, they are often described as men in dressed in black suits, okay. white press shirts, uh-huh. thin ties, black uh-huh. ties. Uh-huh. Uh, basically, the movie Men in Black is right. loosely based off of this things, uh-huh. or these things, whatever they may be. Yep. Uh, they claim to be some sort of government official or agent. They tend to harass, uh, question, interrogate, sometimes maybe more. It's hard to say. Uh, intimidate. Witness, intimidate. Did I not say that? No, I just said it. I'm just adding to it. 
Yeah, well, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, they do all that stuff to people that seem to have seen UFOs or have been talking about UFOs or are investigating UFOs. Yeah. They show up. They make their presence known in one way or another and try to frighten you away from continuing down the path you're on with whatever you maybe saw or did not see. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. A lot of the times they're described as strange. Check Something out. not quite right about them. Maybe you don't notice it at first, but sometimes it's said like they're odd. Maybe it's their voice. Maybe it's the way they look. Like, so, like something seems off. Yeah. Um, they're typically well-dressed from my understanding, but sometimes it seems like out of fashion. So, like so, kind of more. Oh, like outdated. Yeah, like outdated of, or like just wrong era. Kind like of if thing. they were around now, they'd have like a like a thin like skinny tie as opposed to just like a normal tie, like something from the sixties if they're around today. Or like maybe like from the eighties, like a big thick tie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Or I don't know, but like yeah, either way, just kind of doesn't fit. They wouldn't fit in with the average. They don't look like FB. They don't like Mulder and Scully. No. So the next kind of story that is really brings more of the men in black uh, forward is a incident that happened in, T- in Toledo, Ohio, also known as Toledo. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. But it's funner to say it the other way. Toledo. Yeah. Where are you from? Toledo. Oh, Cool. A man named Robert Richardson informed a aerial phenomena research organization in July of 1967 that he had collided with a UFO while driving at night. He had been driving around a curve in the road when he was confronted and by a strange object that was blocking the road and unable to halt in time. He just slams into it? Yeah. He crashed into it. I just love that. If I was to be a skeptic in that situation. Because I'm assuming they didn't, they didn't find this object, did they? Uh, did he hit? Just like, honey, what happened to, the, honey, what happened to your truck? I hit, a, I hit an alien. <laughs> I hit a UFO. Yeah. Oh. So he was coming around the bend and slams on the brakes as soon as he sees it. Mm-hmm. Maybe he was driving a little too fast, though. Yeah. Because he could not stop in time. And he kind of gave a little love tap. Boop. Whoops. As soon as he did, UFO was gone. Took off. Was scared. Vanished. I don't know. Didn't have time to exchange insurance information. Yeah. No. Maybe they didn't have insurance. They yeah, were like, fuck, oh, get shit. Out. Get out of here. Yeah. These aliens, get out of here. Mm-hmm. So he contacted the police. Okay. And they accompanied him back to the scene of the crime, crime, accident. I mean, uh, tomato, tomato. Tuli do. Tuli do. <laughs> uh, but they came back and they found only his skid marks in the road where he slammed on the brakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the only evidence of an accident, really. Okay. But then Robert uh, came back by himself to look around. Probably because he was like, I hit something. I, yeah, I hit something. I'm not talking shit. I know what I'm doing. And he found a small lump of metal, which he thought may have been knocked loose. Okay. Yeah, we don't get how his house is truck doing. Not great. Probably got some dings in it. Yeah, I don't know because it says it yeah, says he question. lightly hit it. Like maybe it's dented up. Could be. Maybe he hit it hard enough that he was like, oh, they can't be great because I'm not great. Right. Or like, Yeah, we hit each other, so how's that doing? I also don't know what kind of car he was driving at the time, and it's the 60s, so... It's I mean, a big-ass steel machine. Yeah. They're just iron boats. Right. Cool. So, okay. Uh, but he thought he found some metal, so there's that. Yeah. A couple of days later, late at night... 
late at night for visiting hours, typically. Sure. 11 p.m.-ish. Yeah. Uh, two what? men appeared at Richardson's home. Okay. They did not identify themselves. Why would uh, they? What's that? I was just like, why would they? Right, because oh. it's secret time. They weren't very friendly, and they just began asking questions. Nosy, too. Yeah, they asked him questions for about 10 minutes, and then they left in a 1953 black Cadillac. Nice. When the license plate was run or checked by local police, it was not a license plate that was registered. What was the license plate? Like alien with a three for the E or something? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> federal plates? Could so be. Federal plates? Yeah. Alien three? Uh, Aliens? The S is a five? I'm just thinking. Um, about a week later, the household received a second visit from two different men. Oh, shit. And they arrived in a current Dodge. Okay, cool. They like their cars. Yeah. The two men were wearing black suits. And although one spoke perfect English, the second one had an accent of some sort. He couldn't really pinpoint it, but something felt foreign about them. Okay. In the beginning, they seemed to be trying to persuade him that he'd never crashed his car. Yeah. There wasn't anything there. But then they asked him for the piece of metal. Hey, so you know the thing that didn't happen <laughs> yeah. that you didn't do? Can I have that thing you found during that incident that didn't happen? Yeah. What? But Richardson had sent it off for analysis because he's trying to figure out what happened right. to him that night. And he says that he doesn't have it. It's gone for analysis. When the men with the strange accents and the one in her perfect English, one of them said, if you want your wife to stay as pretty as she is, then you'd better get the metal back. Oh, my God. <laughs> There's some intimidation. Yeah. That's a little aggressive. And at the time, uh, Richardson had only told his wife yeah. and the Aerial Phenomena Research Organization about the metal that he had found. I mean... You start coming in and threatening a man's wife over your piece of metal and coming in hot. You're not playing. You're not here to joke. Yeah, so the two different groups of men, were they working together? Were they different entities? Were they different government agencies? I don't know. Like a debate? Like he doesn't different. know either. Yeah, I mean, I can't Nobody guess. knows, I guess. Like, uh, like there was like a different branch and like their version like the feds came in to take over. This is, our, this is my jurisdiction. Yeah, it was local or like yeah, the local state branch. And, mm -hmm. State MIB and came first. Federal then, MIB. Yeah. We'll take care of this. This is ours now. Did you get the piece of metal? No. He said he didn't it. have it. He told his wife she's not going to be pretty anymore. What does that mean? It's just how we were all... Oh. All right. Mm -hmm. So, continuing on mm -hmm. with some more strange men. Yes. Ha that happened to be wearing black. Uh-huh. The early autumn of 1976. All right. Dr. Herbert Hopkins was in his main residence. He had chosen to stay behind while his family had gone to see a, a movie in the theater. Just a quick aside, Robert Richardson, and what's that guy's name? Herbert Hopkins. I mean, are these things attracted alliteration names? Maybe. Just thinking. Putting the theory out what there. What's the first guy's name? Oh Harold my. Dahl? No. Uh, it's a silent H in his last name. Yeah. H-D-A. D-A-H-L. Crazy. Oh, is there? Like, in it? Yeah, it's Harold hey, D-A-H-L. Doll. All right, two out of three ain't bad. I'm Roald Dahl. I'm keeping this theory. I'm keeping this theory. We'll see where it goes. Roald Dahl. Roald Dahl. Hey, Roald Dahl. Totally do. Totally. <laughs> uh, but the 58-year-old uh, Herbert Hopkins, yeah. HH, we'll call him. Yeah, yeah. He received a phone call from a man. Okay. Who claimed to belong to a regional UFO group. Interesting. 
He claimed to have an interest in the Stevens case. Curious. Which is what Hopkins had been investigating at the oh, time. Okay. He was a re- UFO researcher. Okay. Uh, so this man said he had an interest in the Stevens case and asked if he might visit Hopkins at his home so they could continue to discuss it. Discuss it. Uh, not his normal self, not maybe feeling good or something. I he's don't like, know. He's like, nah, man. He agreed to visit. Oh, to the visit from the stranger. Okay. And then he hung up the phone and walked to the front door. And the guy was already walking up the road or his walkway. Well, that's a little promiscuous. Uh, he said the man was wearing what appeared to be maybe a dark navy suit. Okay. And he was wearing dark gloves. Uh, suit and gloves is not a good, healthy, safe combination. And a bowler-style hat. All right, psychopath. What? <laughs> Top of the morning to you. Uh, Hello, fellow humans. So that wasn't the weird, the weirdest part to him, though. No. The fact that it was 1976 is what I said. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that he didn't see a car pull up, and there's no payphones around, and the guy's already strolling up after he just got off the phone with him. That threw him off a little bit. Yeah, that's not great. Yeah, Hopkins said, I saw no car, and even if he did have a car, he could not have possibly gotten to my house that quickly from any phone. But either way, before he maybe was recollecting on that... He greeted the visitor. It's like, all right. Brought him into his house. Uh-huh. They sat down and began discussing the Stevens case. Hopkins began recounting the circumstances that led up to whatever the Stevens case is. Sure. We're not concerned with that. No, so. no, no. Oh, okay. We're not. Fair. They were. Yes. Uh, so then, while discussing, uh, the man would kind of say things along the line like, yes, that's how I understand it. Mm-hmm. Um, at one point, H.H. said that the strange visitor brushed his mouth with one of the gloves and revealed a red mark, which appeared to be lipstick on the back of the glove. He thought this was strange, and now his attention was, had been drawn to the mouth of this man. Yeah, how would that look like? It appeared he didn't really have lips, but on, instead only a thin slit. Oh. I mean. he, he now noticed that the lipstick was kind of worn on the face to make the appearance of him having lips. You know what I didn't expect to discuss tonight? A lips. man who appeared to have lips, yeah, but maybe did not have lips, mm-hmm. and was in fact covered in makeup mm-hmm. to make it appear that he had lips. Maybe on further reflection, Hopkins said his eyes were unremarkable, but they were dark. They were dark colored and appeared to possess pupils like any other man. Okay. Okay. So I guess. That sounds normal to me. Maybe he's just a guy with tiny lips. Really thin lips. He's he's really worried about how thin his lips are, so he wears lipstick. He's self-conscious about it. Yeah. People have said, hey, man, where'd your lips go? Hey, nice lips. No and, lip. Yeah, he's been harassed since he was in second grade about his no lip situation. Yeah. He's like, well, if I, if I don't have lips, why can I wear lipstick? Huh? Yeah. They're here. Then it just, there's not and enough lips for the Spiraled into him. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, if I'm weird, is there anything else weirder? And then he f- stumbles into working with the aliens. Maybe. Or hunting aliens or investigating aliens. Who says they're hunting? They're just curious people. Curious people. Maybe. Not aliens. One point during the conversation, uh, Hopkins believed he had his hand in his pocket. Okay. Just kind of being casual, I guess. Yeah, chill. Cool dude. Yeah. When the visitor just kind of in conversation or mid-conversation, stopped and said, there's two coins in your pocket. For one, real nosy. Mm-hmm. And for two, why? Um, 
Hopkins did, in fact, have two coins in his pocket. The man then said, asked if he could remove one of the coins from his pocket, and H.H. did. Now he was holding one of these coins in front of him in his hand. Is this going to descend like a magic trick? <laughs> All right, anyways, go on, sorry. Uh, now holding one of the... So with the coin in his hand, yeah, the thing curiously began to take an odd fuzzy appearance is what this quote okay. says for HH here. Okay. And then it was gone. He has vanished? It was gone. It's a coin trick. Oh, the coin was gone. The coin's gone. The, the strange visitor then said, neither you nor anyone else on this plane will ever see that coin again. That's, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that coin. What do you do after this? Ask him out for drinks? He's trying to win with his magic tricks. Yeah. I swat. Uh, Where did the coin go? Hopkins said something along the lines of, You robbed me. Cool trick. <laughs> and then the the strange man asked him if he knew Barney Hill. Oh, no. The alien abductee that basically started the uh, UFO phenomenon. Yeah, Barney, as we and, know it. Barney and Betty. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the the strange man then said, Barney Hill died because he did not have a heart, just as you no longer have a coin. So, like, they made his heart disappear? Where the fuck did they put his heart? I don't know. It's just hanging out in some interdimensional space with this coin? Yeah. Oh. Well, that's not nice. Yeah, no, it's a... Uh, what did Barney do that was so bad he had to take his heart? <laughs> Kept a gun in his car? Yeah. Tried to outrun a thing in the sky? Had nightmares and then descended into, like, alcoholism and mental health issues, if I remember right. <sighs> and then lost his heart, apparently. And guess, yeah, it gets into the fifth dimension, or whatever the fuck they're sending these things. Uh H.H. then said, uh, the man told him that he knew he had tape recordings of the Stevens case with the hypnosis and details and so forth. Okay. He said, he didn't ask me, he didn't tell me, he just said it. And then he admitted that he did. Yeah. Then the strange man, not the least bit indignant, and not the least bit angry, said to destroy it. Bold. Yeah, he did not say he would come back or anything. He would know when I had gotten rid of the tapes. Not, you know, not concerning. It's also fine. Things to tell people. It's okay, it's fine. Yeah. Upon further reflection... Hopkins said that the man behaved in a inhuman machine-like way. At one point during the individual's conversation, his speech began to slow and the spaces in between the words like began to spread out more. Like So this sounds like it was at the end of the conversation because I think the last quote I have here is my energy is running low. Must go now. Goodbye. I mean, and then he, and then he disappeared around the corner. That is how I feel when I haven't had enough coffee though. I got to go, man. So maybe he's, <laughs> he's, he's, he's reach My energy's low. Yeah. Time to leave. He so Hopkins said he he let the man out. Yeah. And he was like clinging to the railing. Oh god. And cautiously moving down the steps. Okay. And then he crossed the walkway. And he just the same way he had arrived, went around the corner of the building and was gone. Oh. Well, he stopped 
to hold onto the corner of the building momentarily and disappeared around the corner. He had to regain his composure. With yeah. His energy. His battery's running low. That's crazy. Because Hopkins later said he saw a bright bluish white light okay, so he's in walking. the sky after okay. the visitor left. So he's got, he got beamed up and his spaceship took, took off. If I was to extrapolate what's going on. Yeah. So then his family had arrived home. He was visibly upset at that point, but like confused as to what was just going on. They asked, he asked like them when they were driving back, did they see any cars, anything like that? He checked the road for treads and couldn't find anything. It's so bizarre. Yeah. And he said he did notice the dog had whined when it entered the house. When the man entered the house. Dog knew. Dog knew. He said the cat didn't seem to care. Which just sound par for that's par for the course. Yep. So yeah, he, Men in Black did a magic trick. Just for fun. Just showing off. Mm-hmm. And then not only did a magic trick, worked into like a scary intimidation tactic where like, oh, this can also happen to your heart if I wanted it to. Yeah, right. Well, that's nice. Thanks. Yeah. Cool. Because that's what happened to Barney Hill. Yeah, we took his heart. We sent it into this Which is po- weird because like... Hmm. Betty? That's her name, right? That's Betty? What I, that's what I thought. Betty Hill? Yeah, that's what I thought. Went yeah. on to like talk about her experience for like years afterwards. Yeah. And they just didn't rip her heart out. They took their... They took maybe, their. They metaphorically maybe did they by took, ripping. Uh, yeah, Hill's heart out. Yeah, they killed the man. They took two hearts. Took the heart of her husband. Took her husband's heart. He was her heart, love of her life. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they're just misogynistic and didn't think she was a threat. Like no one's gonna believe this woman and her crazy stories about aliens. Yeah, but this man, his heart's gotta go. So then, after that, we're going to jump ahead. How far? 2009. Damn. Because I didn't come across any. I'm sure there's plenty, but I didn't come across them in time to get our episode ready in time. Sure. But the next big one that kind of happens in the UFO community um, was 2009. Okay. There were... A handful of witnesses, I think two or three, I believe they were employees Okay. that worked at the Niagara Falls Hotel in Ontario, Canada. Okay. It was called the Sheraton Falls View Hotel. All right. And they had seen a couple um, UFOs, basically. Okay. Hovering above Niagara Falls. Good spot. I mean, It'd be could, a cool spot to check out from above. Yeah, I mean, if you're just looking at the falls, it'd be a cool thing to see amongst the falls. Look at these beautiful natural formations. Oh, look at these alien visitors. Romantic. Yeah, so... They had reported that they had seen a UFO. Or a couple of reports had gone to the... Aerial Phenomena Investigation Team. Okay. And they received... Oh, we'll, we'll skip that part. Sure. They didn't receive video of the UFOs, but they refused some, received some other video. Oh. But I'll tell you what went down here in the... We got the... Words of the manager of the hotel here. Okay. His name was Savar. I have his last name. I don't have his first name. Okay. Shane Savar. Okay. The alliteration again. I mean, three for three. We're on to something. Yeah. So, Savar. One of my bellmen approached me, and he kind of had a weird look on his face, and he said to me, "Uh, can we go in your office and talk? Uh, I brought him into my office, and he said, "Uh, something really weird happened yesterday, and uh, you weren't here. He said, "Uh, there was a couple of guys here looking for you. Oh, no. And I said, a couple guys, what do you mean? 
and the bellboy said, well, um, this is really hard for me to say, but there's a couple strange looking men that were here and they kind of freaked everybody out and were asking questions about you. And of course now I'm getting a little bit nervous and I'm like, what are you talking about? And right. The, and the bellboy said, well, they were, I don't, I don't know how to describe them except for extremely odd looking. Ugh. They were really, really tall, he said. And they were identical height and they were exact same height. They were wearing the exact same clothes and they had the exact same faces like they were twins. Oh, God. They were wearing black suits, black trench coats. They were wearing uh, old-fashioned fedora hats. They had extremely pale skin. Extremely, extremely pale skin. They came in and looked around a little bit, and they asked for you, and I said, I'm sorry, he's actually not working today. And it seemed like they didn't believe me, so they started to walk around the hotel, Ugh. and shortly after, they went to the tour desk. I got busy. I started having to bring cars around and get luggage, and by the time I came back, they were gone. They, they freaked me out, and I really wanted to tell you that there was these weird guys in here looking for you. So then Shane says, so of course, now I'm a little bit skeptical and I'm a little freaked out all at the same time. Right. So the first thing I do is run to my security office. Good call. I rewound the cameras and sure enough, there, here comes two gentlemen through the front door looking exactly like how he described. Then the next day I was talking with my tour desk and one of them asked to talk to me. She came in my office, the same as my bellman, and she said, I need to tell you about something that happened. I heard you heard about there were some men looking for you. And Shane said, yes. And the tour desk employee says, they asked a few questions about you, and they said strange things that I didn't understand. They were talking about governments and conspiracies. Uh. They were talking about governments and conspiracies, and none of it made any sense to me. They were very, very scary. Then Shane said, well, why were they scary? And she said, they had no facial hair, none. They had no eyebrows, no eyelashes, nothing. Their hair looked like they had a wig on, like it was attached to their hat. It wasn't even real. Love it. And the scariest thing, their eyes were so big and so blue that they almost hypnotized me a little bit. She then goes on to say, uh... You're going to think I'm crazy when I tell you this, but I swear they knew what I was thinking. I swear. And I don't think I'm crazy, but I don't even know how they could do it. And I don't know why I'm even telling you this. So I started thinking about things other than you, and I don't know if it worked. She then started to cry and said, these men, they didn't blink, not once. I did... Not once did I see them blink. You gotta tell somebody. You can't just keep this shit in your head. This is crazy town. Mm Mm-hmm. And I love that they're ninja turtling it, too. Well, this is a blend. This is good enough. (laughs) Got her trench coats. Got her wigs. Yeah. Hello, fellow humans. Yep. So I have the video that he... No, you don't. Do you? Of them walking into the hotel, yeah. So here... I'll show you. Please, thank you. It's not much. No, but I mean, you can already tell from that thumbnail. Oof. So obviously, if I leave this part in the recording, this is Shane. Yeah. I just read all his words, but... Sure, sure. But right now what I'm seeing is two tall men with their long coats and their hats walking through these automated doors, and they do look the same. And they look tall if... 
if you see it when it's like next to the guy that is working in the door there. Yeah. They're like a head taller than him. Yeah, they're decent. It could be a short guy, though. But sure, that's true. Yeah, so you see him walk in. That's the only part of the security footage that they're on. But, uh, yeah, as far as, like, video evidence of somebody, I mean, these are clearly two guys dressed like crazy people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, like, whatever that is or whatever they look like to these people, and, of course, it's further away so you can't quite see those hypnotizing blue eyes or whether or not they have eyelashes or not. It's a very blurry camera. It's a 2009 security camera. Right, which is probably top of the line at the time, but, I mean, not so hot. So that's something. Weird, though, right? It's very weird, yeah. It could be a hoax. I don't know. It seems like... I mean, it could be a hoax, but... Right. When you got multiple people saying there was UFOs and then these guys show up. It's interesting. It is very interesting, at the very least. Like, bare minimum. Mm-hmm. That has my attention. Because it's, it's intriguing. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah. What are these weird-looking people doing? Right. Uh, so then I have one other encounter. We've skipped over a few, like the ones we've talked about in, in yeah. past episodes, because uh-huh. I honestly, when I went back and tried to find some of them, I couldn't find them. Like The one specifically I remembered was during the Mothman episodes. The oh, author, yeah. John Keel. Yeah. I forget the who he's working with, and that's probably why I couldn't find it, but I was trying to find... There was like a a female reporter, I remember, was getting... Got a visit from the Men in Black. I thought something like that, yeah. During the whole Mothman thing in... Why am I blanking on the town? Point Pleasant? Point Pleasant, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so I went back and I was trying to find that, and man... I was v- getting very specific with my Google searches and Nothing. using like the appropriate like in quotes things and things like that, and I could not find it. And it just kept suge- Google just kept suggesting me the things without like the formatting things, and I was like, "Man, you suck now." Or or do you want conspiracy talk? Huh. It knows what you were doing and knew what else you were looking up, and it was Maybe. like that's too many. He's too many things he's looking up right now. Yeah, it could be. We got the algorithm was like too much looking up the Men in Black. Yeah, because it just kept forcing me to, it wasn't even like saying like your search yielded no results or anything. Yeah, it was just It just hidden. kept putting me back to the same other stuff, and I was like, no, stop it. It was hidden. But they're, So I have one, to you. one other odd encounter with these tall, black-clad, black-tied. Black-clad lads. Yeah. Just saying. It's not alliteration, but it's, no. It's a. What was the guy's name who saw him? In, who saw injured cold in his truck? His name wasn't alliteration, was it? Probably not. I don't think so. I can't remember his name. As soon as I saw it, I'd know. Yeah. Likewise. I mean, it's in my head. I just got to go through the folders. There's a lot of things in these folders. It can be difficult. I don't think I have the name of the person that shared this. So we don't know if she's got an alliteration name or not. Well, let's just say her name was Susie Sampson. Okay. Well, this was posted to Facebook at one point. So I'm just going to read this whole thing from the perspective of the poster. Okay. This occurred in December 2016. 2016? 2016. Like it. It's fine. It's fine. I was outside having a cigarette at my mom's property in Alexandria, Minnesota. It's not that far from a municipal airport, so it's not that uncommon to see low-flying airplanes now and then over the farm. No. But that night I saw a bright light in the sky, and it moved slowly toward the direction of the airport. Oh, my God. The light was so bright, I couldn't see its shape. It was strangely quiet, and so the first thing I thought to do was get my phone out and video it. I thought I was in video mode but i was in camera mode oh my god it happens i guess it normally happens to me the opposite way i'm like i took a nice picture i'm still recording Uh, that's a video (laughs) great yeah uh i took a blurry picture and then switched it to video mode but the screen froze up 
which was normal, like it was taking a pick or trying to buffer or catch up. My phone froze and I had to restart it, but, but by the time I restarted it, it was so far away, it looked like it was going to land at the airport, so I thought it was probably not, probably wasn't a UFO. Anyway, that night I posted a long Facebook post trying to be funny, saying that I saw a UFO, but I couldn't get it on video in time. Mm -hmm. And it was probably a conspiracy and probably why no videos of UFOs exist. Uh. It was all tongue-in-cheek, but it still weirded me out. It was so quiet for a plane, but it was going to the airport, and I don't think aliens land at small airports, so I rationalized it away. Usually not, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I came back to my Los Angeles. I came back to Los Angeles for New Year, and on New Year's Eve morning, I got a knock on my apartment door. No, no. I looked through the peephole. Don't do that. And I saw this creepy guy wearing a Mad Men era hat and suit, like a creepy bald Don Draper. Oh no! I pretended I wasn't home. But then he said, FBI, open up, please. Ah! We know you're in there. Uh, okay, Mr. FBI man. His voice sounded like either he was very old or someone had kicked him in the neck and he was out of breath. Ugh. It's hard to explain, but the only thing I can think is that the voice sounded fake, like someone was doing an impression of an old man, only doing really bad at it. <sighs> Helpful. Great. How often do you think the FBI says, FBI, open up, please. 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 We know you're in there. Yeah, please. And when you say please, it's almost like an implication. Like, please, dot, 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 or else. Like, it's like, please. Mm-hmm. But even still, I now just want to see John Hammond, one of these kind of reenactments. Just shave him. Shave him. Put lipstick on him. Bald-ass John Ham. He can make his lips look thin. Yeah. can wipe his glove and have it come off in his hand and... Shave his head and put on a shitty wig. Mm-hmm. Cool hat and trench coat. Sure, I'm into it. Don't look like this. I'm an old man. <laughs> okay, cool. Acting. Acting. Yeah, good job, John Ham, in this future role. The FBI thing scared me. Should. I had no reason to be, but the first thing that came into my mind was that I had downloaded the first season of Game of Thrones. <laughs> the FBI comes to your house <laughs> to see what the fuss was about. And I had used a torrent site, and while I was there, I had searched for porn to see what torrents had. So honest. <laughs> I remember following the rabbit hole and reading a bunch of weird descriptions of weird movies. <laughs> I didn't download any, but I clicked on them, and I clicked the preview image out of curiosity. Uh, she wouldn't land a, last a second in interrogation. No. Just complete. I just... Mouth vomit, just complete word salad. I thought maybe he thought I downloaded the porn or was about the Game of Thrones. Oh, my God. I started getting anxious. He pounded on the door some more, and it freaked me out even more. So I said, can I see some identification? I looked through the peephole, and he pulled out a badge, but it could have been a toy for all I knew. Right. But he knew I was there, so I opened up the door and prayed he wasn't a rapist and that if he was an FBI agent, I could lie my way out of having downloaded Game of Thrones and reading porn descriptions. Just flashing before your eyes. What? I mean, those before the DVDs back in the day or before the movies when it said you wouldn't steal a car. Right. You wouldn't. Yeah. I guess those were the newer ones because that's about downloading. They used oh, to say sure. like FBI, like bef- in big things. Yeah, all the, the warnings, how many fines, Yeah, how many dollar fine or whatever. Yeah. Uh, those did a number on this person. Yeah, they just, every time they watch a movie, then they get on the internet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they get on the internet. Like, oh, God. I feel like this person was fearing this like their whole lives. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden a situation came about. Like, it's finally here. I heard Game of Thrones was really good, though. I really got to check it I'm out. Try it out. Like, no, it happened the oh, one the time. Oh, the FBI showed up the one time. <laughs> the one time. I just want to know about the dragon eggs. What about King's Landing? Who will sit the Iron Throne? That guy's fucking his sister. Weird. Oh, my God. I have to explain this to the FBI. I just didn't have HBO. It's out of my budget. So she opens the door. Yeah. He was very scary looking. Old timey clothes, no eyebrows, uh-huh. two lazy eyes, 
bald, wrinkled forehead and neck. Ooh. I almost peed myself. Well, that's their reaction. He said to me, I need to talk to you about the flying saucer you saw on the 22nd of December. God, I really wish he said I need to talk to you about the first season of Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> I asked him how he knew, and he said, FBI knows everything, ma'am. Well, there's that. Now she's back in, like, oh, no. She's like, oh, so, like, you're going to over, you know it, but you're just going to overlook the downloads I did? He walked through my doorway about four feet in and stopped, and that's where he remained during our conversation. I told him the story, and he was emotionless and expressionless the whole time. The next part always makes me laugh when I think about it, but at the time it was just so out of the left field it completely tripped me out. Mm. He asked, do your breasts produce milk? All right. Now she can flip the script like, who's a weirdo now? (laughs) I just said, no, I'm not pregnant. And hope this wasn't a weird pass he was making at me. You know, my new favorite pickup line. <laughs> you hey. gotta try that out sometime. Yeah, hey babe, I got this drink for you. Do your breasts produce milk? Mm-hmm. No, do yeah. Do your breasts produce milk? Can I buy you a drink? Mm-hmm. What? Can I just drink your milk? All right, dude. <laughs> what do you do? Is that where that was gonna go if she said yes? Uh, no, because then he said. They're big, but have no function. He oh, said now he's it like insu- a statement. So then he's counting how big her breasts are. <laughs> but they have no function. I changed the subject back to the UFO Again, and said, she's so... Get, she's got in the conversation. So was it a flying saucer that I saw? Yeah, I mean, what the fuck do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, back to this weird thing Can that's Can we stay happening. back on the UFO topic instead of <laughs> me? <laughs> it's becoming a Saturday Night Live sketch. Yeah. Uh, so was it a flying saucer that I saw? Was it aliens? He said, no such things as aliens. Forget about the incident. He then asked, do you think you have a theory as to why female people look so different from male people? (laughs) (laughs) Back at MIB headquarters, he's like, Jeffrey's gone rogue. (laughs) He's off script. Jeffrey's investigating his own mysteries. I was just weirded out more, but tried to play it off. Interesting question. I sometimes wonder why our bathing suits are small and guys' bathing suits are so big. Are you talking about bathing suits with this guy? I had been thinking about this before. Of course you have. He then said, do you think that bathing is the first step in controlling our evolution? (laughs) Come on, man. This is crazy. (laughs) Uh, And you're like, ah. What are we doing here? I was just like, sure, man. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted him out and it was creepy, but I wanted to be nice and not set him off. Then shit got even weirder. How? He just went silent. And I was silent. It was like he ran out of batteries. Oh, that again. Yeah. He kept smiling. I kept smiling at him and he was not smiling back. Okay. Can I help you with anything else? I'd love to help you. Blah, blah, blah. Just nervous blathering. Right. Flying saucers don't exist. Don't talk about it. Okay, I won't. (laughs) He's protesting a little too much. I can't seem to find the door. (laughs) This was even weirder. It was just behind him. So I thought he must be joking, and I smiled and said, It's right behind you. Can you show me? So then I tried to lead him to the door. He wouldn't turn his neck, but I got him to turn his whole body around. But it was like pulling teeth. Are you okay? Should I call the hospital? Incredible. I just get stuck. Oh. Not got or get sometimes. It was just, I just get stuck, which I thought was weird at the time. But now that I'm typing it, I guess it makes more sense. Sure. He then walked out. I closed the door as fast as I could. My heart was beating so fast and I was replaying everything in my head so I could get the story down. Some of it made me laugh. But I was so creeped out, I told my mom, and she said, he must have been on drugs. I mean, right? What else are you supposed to assume? Over the years, I've told many people this story. I've heard FBI agents don't investigate UFO sightings, or maybe a friend was playing a joke, but nobody comments on the how unearthly he looked. They just assume he's human. The more I think about it, the less human I think he is. If these people just get stuck in like their battery, like what are we doing here? Who are they? Because even just from these stories, it makes me think 
I don't think they work for our government. No, I don't yeah, think so. Yeah, they're just, you know. Yeah, they seem to, uh, there's no book. And our government is a giant book. Right, yeah. Bureaucracy. Yeah. They just, Every, you know. Yeah. There isn't that. No, they just show up and they they're go, wear will, lipstick. They're they go willy-nilly. They don't know what they're, they're doing. They're doing magic tricks. <laughs> they're they're asking about your breasts. Why don't they have a function? And then they're useless. Yeah. And then bathing is how they control evolution. What? It's like, it's some weird... I don't know. Yeah. It's like, what are they? They just... It's like... Like low-budget alien like they don't have like they don't have enough resources to do like research they just show up and ask random questions or they maybe they don't see as much detail as we do they're like this is good yeah we look just like them look how good we did well yeah it's kind of like all these humans they they're all you know they all look a certain way so like this is right it's exactly what you said this is close enough that this is we're human yeah or they ran like a an average human thing Uh in like did a weird sample. Yeah. And they just end up with this, yeah, this fucking amorphous. We combine 25 different types of humans and this is what they look, this is the average of that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, what the fuck? What did you run? <laughs> Why okay. is there no eyebrows and yeah. eyelashes? Yeah. Did you forget to add the like hair in like the simulator or something? They don't, they don't see hair. They just see two arms, two legs, a head, torso, cool clothes from random decades. They put these on. Yeah. We can't wear our shimmering spacesuits for these. No, we gotta blend in. Yeah, masters of disguise. So I I agree. I don't think if whatever these things are, I don't think they're from the U.S. government. They pretend to be because they know they know they can. Yeah, get into people's doorways and ask them about their boobs. If bathing is evolution, right? Things like that. Do you clean your boobs? <laughs> are those real? If you clean your boobs, why don't they have a function? If you clean your boobs, will I evolve and can I watch? Like alien, Mister Men in Black, sir. That's a very inappropriate question. Yeah, but you can you can see how somebody would be flustered, thinking the FBI is there, and then you get this creepy dude walking into your house. I love the part where she just starts to guide the conversation. Like, all right, back on track to what you want to talk about. Yeah, because that's like with this weird. How do I get out of that weird mm-hmm. talk? Yep. Um, it's an interesting thing. I think we'll have to do a revisit of Men in Black at some point, just because I might dive down into sure. what are people talking about that we're talking about centuries old Men in Black stuff. Yes. But they turn up around UFO sightings. They turn up around Mothman sightings. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if we've talked about that one. I'm looking at Wikipedia's right now. It says notable sightings for the Men in Black were the Roswell. I didn't look into that one at all. We'll get to it. Roswell's a whole thing, though. The Flatwoods Monster. Have we done that one? No. I don't think we have. No, we've left them alone. Another one that I've got on my list is Rendlesham Forest. Okay. And then Barney and Betty Hill. Yeah. I don't remember talking about the Men in Black in that one at all. But maybe we may have, though. Maybe they're just around. Could have been around. We, we see so many things. I mean, they also threatened or killed Barney Hill, possibly. Yeah, by taking out his heart. Yeah. I guess. Yep. So, that's the Men in Black. That's a intro to the Men in Black, maybe. Maybe there's a follow-up. Probably a follow-up at some point. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Strange people. Oh, they also go by numbers, apparently. there's. I did read a few other accounts, but they yeah. were like, too short or too convoluted. Understood. Uh, there were a few others where like they said they didn't go by names or anything. Okay. They went by numbers. Okay. Made me think of the movie, too, because they all go by like letters. Yeah, so they did numbers instead. Yeah. Same kind of idea, though. Like I think whatever encounter it was, like one said, I'm nine and this is ten. Something like that. Yeah. So weird. Blending in. Great job. Yeah. No one suspects a thing. It's like, again, to me, it's like 
some alien entity not knowing how to speak our languages really or anything like that no. was like, okay, we used, we ran a program. We'll make you look like this. Yep. And then we'll give you a name. Yep. I don't know. We'll do something simple. Uh, the last guy was seven and eight. So you're going to be nine and 10. <laughs> It'll fit in. Yeah. This, these are common. There's, yeah, it's, it's all down it's there. It's in everything. Why wouldn't they name things yeah. that? It's easy. Mm-hmm. Seems random enough, anyways. Yeah, and if you're looking for some small talk, just ask about their breasts. Yeah, maybe, what are, what maybe are those learn. About? See if you can learn anything about biology while you're down there. Yeah, what's this bathing thing they Anatomy. do? Anatomy. Mm-hmm. Where do they come from? Yeah. Figure it out. Ask questions. Yeah. Be curious. And also, the way we're designed, we can only operate for so long without charging our batteries. So, try to make it quick. Mm-hmm. Don't get too philosophical. Your battery will drain too quick. You get wrapped up in that that deep talk. Yeah, about boobs. Yeah. And milk. Uh-huh. And being useless. Mm-hmm. Great. Encouraging. Yep. But yeah. There you go. But men in black. Yeah, I haven't thought about them in a long time. I always view them as a whole phenomenon, so I never... Well, they really are, and that's yeah, exactly why how this to, is like yeah. just a, these are like the big kind of stories. Yeah, which is good, though, because some of those I hadn't heard of. Well, I mean, I don't think I've heard about, again, just a broad, general I've heard vagueness of in my head. most of these, but the one I stumbled upon recently again and wanted to, made me want to get back into everything yeah. was the one with the, the lady in her uh, oh, yeah. home and the guy being weird and asking a bunch of questions. I mean, it's like a sketch, Saturday Night Live sketch. It's fun to read. Yeah. Alien, alien Men in Black shows up, mm-hmm. asks her questions, and she's like asking him questions, and he makes it weirder for her, and she's like doing the interview. Yeah, because she was like probably really intimidated, and then she's like, "Wait a second, this guy's weird. This guy is out I of want control." Him gone. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, moving on, get out. I get stuck sometimes. Don't judge me. All right, mm-hmm. no judgment. Just you walked forward. I thought you could walk backward. Where's the door? I can't find it. Behind you. What? Show me. Uh, it's weird. Can you imagine if somebody asked you that? Like, uh, I'd probably do the same thing. Be like, point? uh, sure. I'd try to grab their shoulders, and just like turn them. Like, how about? Mm-hmm. What do you think? Oh. But I mean, shit, Men in Black. Yep. I mean, if anybody has seen the Men in Black, not the movie. Correct. Um, or uh, let's sure. What do you if feel you've of, seen the movie? <laughs> let us know. What do you feel of the noisy cricket? I don't remember it very well because it's been so long since first I've seen one, it. I remember it was a banger. Anyone after is like, ah, but first one's a banger. I thought. Mm-hmm. And again, when I was younger, watching it, that soundtrack, absurd. Just played it over and over. A little cassette tape, old man. That's what happens. But yeah, that or if you are one, email us weirdandfearpodcast at gmail.com. God, if you are one, just email us. Support us. I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> what if we heard a knock at the door right now? Wouldn't that be cool? Oh, we'd hear it too because that was dun, another dun, thing dun. I read is they don't know how to knock really. So they don't knock with like their knuckles. They like hit the, hit the door like slam, thud, slam. Thud, thud. <laughs> FBI, open up. Jeez, okay. All right. Yeah, we, that's true. They're like knocking on a window. Or they slam through it. Mm-hmm. But they would know they know doors are where people go, so they try to blend in in the worst way possible. Mm-hmm. They hit these things. Yeah, and then they open. Yeah, it's like a magic trick. Yeah. Like yeah. I did with that guy's heart. Yeah. Can we make this door disappear? Uh, but yeah, weirdandfearpodcast at gmail.com, patreon.com slash weirdandfeared. You can support us there um, behind the veil where we keep talking after the shows. And you can also... Um, just let, write a beautiful review or rate us wherever you can find this, wherever you do find this podcast. Yeah, we see those. We appreciate them. We do see those. Absolutely. All right, guys, watch out. Um, just always look through that peephole. There might be a crazy entity knocking at your door. Yep. So stay safe and stay spooky. Yeah, stay spooky.